You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 420. Just how old can parrots get? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to the MyMac Podcast 420 with the G-Men. That's Guy, hopefully over there in US of A, and myself. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and myself, Gaz. <laughs> Guy, how the devil are you? Ah, oh, well. And can, um, I, can I say happy birthday to you? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear <laughs> Guy. Happy birthday to you. We won't get sued for that, will we? No, no, because Good. you you didn't sing it like the the happy birthday. Oh no! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Whoa, whoa! Slow down. Get you myself in trouble. Fast. Yeah, and <laughs> get myself get so, sued on my birthday. So, hence that's presumably the title. Just how old can parrots get? Well, <laughs> I won't ask you. You know. Oh no, it's okay. I'll tell you. I'm 27. <sighs> Do you know? I I'd say you weren't a day over 25. So you're old. <laughs> you're older than I thought you were. <laughs> Well, the, the the weird thing is, once you hit twenty seven, you lie about your age a lot, <laughs> a lot. Oh dear! Now, um, uh, we're recording this on Sunday, September ninth. Uh, September seventh is my my son Guy Junior's birthday, and uh, yesterday, Tracy and Peter and I traveled down to where his college is, and it was kind of a, a combined birthday dinner since our birthdays are so close. And oh my god, I had this steak that was just really, really good. And even though I was full, it was like, you know, the steak is almost done. I should just finish it. So I kept eating and eating. <laughs> now I'm all stuffed and bloaty. Didn't didn't you just <laughs> didn't you do a takeout with it? Um, yeah, you, you can, but I've with got steak, a, I've got yeah, 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 yeah. Well, chop chop it up and give it to the cat when you get home. Oh, it was too good for the cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see what else? also i noticed when i got up um it was like i guess it was sometime last week i i couldn't find <laughs> my <laughs> mac parrot coffee mug insightful statement from guy <laughs> when i got up sometime last week <laughs> <laughs> well I, i've been up since then <laughs> it's not as not as bad as what i said last week and somebody and somebody in feedback did uh did bring that up which i thought was actually the funniest part of the show last week that was so bizarre sometime in the next six months gonna be yeah the, sometime in the next 12 months it'll be, we'll be in yeah sometime next year it'll be 2013 it was like wow okay but i i, I couldn't find uh, do you remember some time ago um, a good friend of the show, Mark Shepard, had bought mm -hmm. a Mac Parrot coffee mug, and, and it was like he and I had the only two in existence. Well, yes. mine disappeared. Mine <gasps> disappears. Yeah. So I had to go and get another one. It hasn't shown Mark, up yet. But oh, you went and got another one. I was going to say, Mark, for a, you know, for a time there, his his mug would have been really valuable. That's right. Well, <laughs> I don't know how valuable it would be, but it would be the only. <laughs> A Mac Parrot mug in existence, but not now. But not now. And um, okay. I got the okay from work, so I am going to Chicago on October third to help uh, Fearless Leader Tim Robertson open up the new Mac Specialist store in Oak Park, Illinois. Woo! Oh, excellent. Excellent. Oh, well, I expect plenty of pictures and, uh, you know, an ongoing blog as, as it goes on. Yeah. Well, and I'll be home on uh, October 6th, which is a Saturday, so it shouldn't interfere with doing the podcast, which most people, I guess, <laughs> are going to care about more than whether or not I make it back alive from Chicago. I oh, care, guy. He, I care. He, he died in a plane crash. Oh, but is he still going to do the podcast? Yeah, yeah. When's he on next? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was kind of talking about hard drives the other week. 
Sure. Um, well, I, I actually, I've been looking for them. and I, You know, it slapped my wrist. I don't want to spend a great deal of money, but uh, I have been trying to keep an eye on hard drives which have got at least a two-year warranty um, because a lot of the hard drives now, um, unless you're going to pay mega bucks, have generally got just a one-year warranty. But I came across uh, a Hitachi hard drive with a two-year warranty, uh, two terabytes, USB 3 compatible, and um, basically uh, put that in place to replace the one terabyte, which is now going to move down the line to replace the 500 gigabyte hard drive, if you remember <laughs> my Mac Mini yeah. uh, clone <laughs> um, issue. So that one terabyte will then obviously kick in and, and be the clone for the uh, the Mac Mini, which is the main machine, really. It has all of the details on it. It has all of the important stuff. Um, so I'll be cloning that. It's backed up to the cloud. And uh, the data, not the not another clone, because I've got to get another hard drive, which is uh, um, capable of uh, cloning the 750. Uh, but the important data is also backed up to a third hard drive, uh, which is then taken off-site. So, uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I'm back up and running now, so I can actually clone that uh, Mac Mini that I've got. Yeah, I've actually haven't done the the offsite other than you know through the cloud uh, kind of backup, and I really really should. I guess part of the problem for me is I don't know where to take the bloody hard drive after I've cloned all my stuff. It's like where am I going to put it? I don't know. Well, I, I've got uh, a uh, a place at work um, which um, obviously has got a, I've got a locked drawer. So as long as I'm in employment in this company, then it's fine. Um, if not, I've got a few relatives fairly local, so um, that's that's my way around it. But you're probably not quite so lucky as that. No, I I, I can't take a hard drive into where I work because they. They frown on that, ah, especially if they see right, you leaving okay. with a hard well, drive. Well, they're like, um, excuse me, uh, sir, where did you get that hard Come back yeah, here. That's, Come that's back true, here that's true. now. That's true. Yeah. That, well, well, what you could do is obviously get a uh, a fireproof safe, one of these small fireproof safes, and perhaps put that you know in the ground somewhere, concrete it in the ground, and um, do it that way. That's an option for you. Well, we actually have a fireproof safe, um, but my wife being a hoarder, that she is has like it, it's filled with oh you know various identifications for the kids and and insurance papers and you know I mean, all the stuff that that she thinks is important as compared of course to you know my backup of my you know copy of uh, the Fleischer Superman cartoons from the forties. Yeah. I mean, we we have well, to sure have our priorities in there for. I'm sure there must be a room uh, room in there for a you know a hard drive just to stick in there. And what you want to do is scan all of that documentation, put it on there, and just say it's got to go in there because it's got all the scanned documentation, the important <laughs> stuff. <that>. Okay. <laughs> there's 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 ways and there's ways, guy. There's ways yeah. and there's ways. The, oh, you know, I almost forgot. There is. I did make uh, two purchases last week, and they you just did? came. Whoa. Yes. Were they birthday it's, presents? Uh, no, but it was the kind of thing where when I, when I found out about it, it was like, oh, you've got to get at least one of these and, and two if you can. It's this, There's this company called Alesis, L-R-A-L-E-S-I-S, that makes uh, a lot of video-related gear. And uh, they they came out with this thing called the the video track. I guess it was a year or two ago. And it's a standard definition camera with with a pretty nice looking little microphone on it, and it records in. When I say standard definition, it's standard. De- you know, it's six forty uh, as compared to uh, seven twenty or ten eighty p. So it's it's not the the wide kind of recording. It it's the the narrow kind of recording that you would have seen on the old TV yeah. sets. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but then they came out with an HD version of it. And they have, and this company, and oh, I can't remember the name of the company off the top of my head now. Maybe I'll think of it before the podcast is over. I guess they had like a whole truckload of these because they were selling them, and they were originally they were like two hundred bucks. They were selling them for thirty dollars each. I grabbed two, cool. and I just took the I just took the first one out. And not only is it this nice little camera and and microphone combination. It came with a, uh, a micro USB charging cable and what really surprised me, a two gigabyte SD card to go ahead and get you started for 30 bucks. Wow, that's cool. 
That's, yeah, that's uh, why well, I grab two. You can't of. complain at that, can you? No. Well, I could, but there wouldn't be much point. So I guess we should probably move over to okay, so- mymac.com recent articles. I think we're, I think we're having Skype lag again. <laughs> God, I swear. Skype- yeah, we've got Skype lag again, I'm afraid. So we'll try, we'll try and work through, through it until Skype hates We Skype. get to the break. Um, we'll try and work through it until, until the end. Can you stop talking? <laughs> no. And we'll, we'll <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> we'll try and oh, work through is- it until the first, um, the first break, and then, uh, and then, um, obviously, uh, um, Do see if we else. can fix it. Skype. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll, sta- I'll start. I'll start a guy. Uh, remember that you can help the MyMac.com podcast by click, or actually the MyMac website and Stoplight Network. And I'm really just completely destroying this co- this opening bit here by clicking on the Amazon affiliate link at the top right of the MyMac.com website. Doesn't cost you a penny, and it really, really helps the podcast. Thank you. Wow. Free or low-cost software substitutions. The Three Geeky Ladies podcast number eight. The ladies share free or low-cost software alternatives for higher price programs. They go through a lot of stuff. Well, a ton of stuff I've actually put here. So if you're thinking about alternatives, you must listen to this one. Oh, and Guy, what I've got to say is um, I'm really looking forward to saying Sticky Vokes. <laughs> it's coming up. I'll make sure you get that one. Uh, next up is FX Photo Studio for the Mac and FX Photo Studio for iOS. It's a review by Donnie Yankelo, or Yanni Yankelo. The FX Studio Pro for the Mac and Studio for iOS are photo editing and effects software for the Mac and iOS. While slightly different in some aspects and features, they basically fall into that category of apps that let you quickly apply effects to your photos, like, again, or color tinting, or frames, or dramatic flares, and so on. Originally, this was going to be an FX Photo Studio Pro for the Mac review. However, the company approached Donnie about reviewing the iOS version also, and now you get two reviews in one. MyMac.com rating for the desktop version, 7 out of 10. MyMac.com rating for the iOS version, 7 out of 10. There's deja vu. <laughs> Uh oh, not back to deja vu. Um, okay, so Waterfield Outback Tote versus the Hex Academy 15 inch laptop tote. That's a shootout review by John Nemorowski or Nonj John Nemorowski. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've got to work on that one. That's a tough um, one. These two, <laughs> these two, yeah. These two combo tech personnel tote bags are almost identical in size and shape, but they're constructed from very different materials. One is almost double the price of the other. Which one should you get and why? More important, what is to consider when using a tote bag in the first place? Well, you'll just have to go over and read the article to find out which one John thinks is the best. And after that, we have the Adobe Creative Cloud overview, an interview with Heidi, uh, I think it's, is that Voltmere by John Nemorowski. Go to the article and click on the link to the interview as this is an audio piece from John. OS ten or OS X, Mountain Lion Bible Review by Mark Seeley. It's encouraging for the Apple community that new books on Mac operating systems appear regularly. And in quantity, each time a new OS release is, bah, excuse me, each time a new OS release appears. During Apple's less successful periods, you struggle to find more than a handful of decent explorations in print of arguably the most elegant and robust OS for any desktop computer. Now there are several dozen. Galen Grumans, I hope I got that right, uh, OS X Mountain Lion Bible is one of the best for 10.8. That gets a MyMac review rating of, <laughs> that's a biggie, 10 out of 10. Oh, I thought that was going to be like, you know, God rates OS X Mountain Lion. No? Okay. Uh, next up 
is Take Control of iTunes 10, the FAQ second edition review by my brother Larry Grinnell. Larry digresses but gets back on track to review another in the outstanding in the app sorry abs boy we're both having trouble reading today in the absolutely outstanding series of publications from the fine folks that take control the book i'm reviewing is of a subject that is near and dear to his heart the care and feeding of an itunes installation it gets a my mac rating of nine out of ten sorry i should have changed that i should have changed that the book larry's reviewing sorry about that guy but Why? i'm sure you'll let me off <laughs> God, Skype. I hate <laughs> well, you, Skype. You said the book I'm reviewing. <laughs> I hate Skype right um, now. I, I want on? to kill Skype. Yes. We're almost, we're, well, we're almost done with this bit. Okay. After we get done with the MyMac stuff, we're going to have to take a little break here, guys. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, okay. Elite Dialogue, Tech Fan Podcast 92. Tim and David discuss the Nokia PR disaster from this week. The new Kindles from Amazon, Samsung, Activision Anthology, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, Elite, StarCraft 2, and much, much more. I've listened to it. It's another goodie. All right. We're back. Sorry about that, folks. This is, uh, we're, we're back on, back on track as, as much as we ever are. Uh, we're going right into feedback from the mymac.com website. Uh, this is from Peter Bird. He says, Hello, Gaz and Guy. That was a classic show. As simple as that. Listening to you guys always. Yeah, thank makes you, Peter. The day That's uh, really thank kind you, of Peter. you to say. He was referring to uh, 419, which I think I've listened to at least twice, and it still makes me laugh. <laughs> okay, so from Troisky, I uh, hope I'm saying that, uh, who's referring to show 418, says, I think I remember that Guy said moving widgets to the desktop would be great in his podcast. Uh, you can do this. And he basically takes us to a link. Uh, and he says, for Lion, the procedure for, uh, sorry, the procedure by Day Flash worked fine for him. Although a couple of times a widget disappeared from dashboard, so he had to re-add it before it would transfer to his desktop. Love the show as a cycle through the Norfolk countryside. Excellent. However, you, you had a bit of a problem with that, I believe. Yeah, it didn't work for me. Uh, I, I tried it a, a couple of different ways, and I actually went farther back into the discussion at, uh, oh, let's see, where was it? MacOSX.com. And I, I just couldn't get it to work for me. So, you know, maybe I'm, oh, I forgot to turn the phone off. Oh, for the first time. Damn. Damn, damn. Damn, 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 damn. Ah. Die your phone. Phone is dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't get it to work. So, you know, I'm 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 sure that it worked great for Choisky, but for whatever reason it wouldn't work for me. Um so and we got some stuff from Twitter, uh from Phil Paxman, who uh, I think also enjoyed uh one of your um insightful <laughs> statements from uh, uh four nineteen. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, you want me to say that one? Okay. Guy makes the bold prediction that within twelve months it will be two thousand thirteen. Mr. Obvious strikes again. <laughs> and uh, from our good... <laughs> yeah. I kept going back to I kept going back to that, that over and over again just because it made me laugh <laughs> and so And from hard. our good friend Mark Shepard, he says, I dearly love Guy Searle of the MyMac podcast. Not that way, Guy. His infectious laughter is good for the world at <laughs> large. Yes. And there is yes. medication for that. I'm if getting you, concerned. If you really, really need it. Now, you've got a couple of phobie words in there. No, no, no. Just gonna no talk I, about I want to go one? for both of them uh, the, because they're, they're, they're both pertinent to you okay. today, really. Um, and I've got to say, I'm going to throw this out Oh, there. really? So don't start emailing me. Uh, oh, well, you can email me if you want. But don't start telling me off uh, saying these aren't actual phobias. I am going to put the proviso in there. These could well be urban myths, okay? So I'm going to take these as being possibly urban myths. Hmm. Anyway... Benkinazophobia. Benkinazophobia. What do you think that is, Guy? Hmm. That would have to be either fear of bankers or actually okay, that's all well, I got for that one. 
urban um, myth, I think, because apparently it's a fear of not receiving a letter from Hogwarts, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry on one's 11th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, then I have to definitely say that I had, when I was 11, which yes, of, course of course was just a couple of years ago, um, <laughs> banker nervousphobia. Because I sat there and stared at that mailbox and stared and stared and said, "Where Double Dumbledore? Where is my letter?" <laughs> Were you talking? Did you did you have like those two doors that yeah. open out? Then is that why you called it Double Door? Oh crap! Hold on, hold on. Oh my god! <laughs> as as we were talking, because um, I'm I'm actually trying yeah. to record this in GarageBand. So I have these other tracks set up, and from last week when when I played the promo <laughs> for the three geeky ladies, just as you started to talk, we reached the point where that oh, promo dear. started, and all of a sudden it was like, "I'm Vicky Stokes, <laughs> I'm Elisa." It's like, "Wow!" It was one of those those weird, you know, senior moments for someone who's only twenty seven. Okay, shall I go? Sorry. So I didn't get my letter from Damn Hogwarts. You. Okay. Damn you, here's, Dumbledore. Here's what was the next one? Uh, phobia, which is, is Fragapane okay. phobia. Fragapane phobia. Uh, that has to be the fear of being killed by your own troops, which is also uh, okay. called Fragapane. Okay, well, okay. by the way. Yeah, uh, right. Thanks. Um, no. That, but that's no. not Apparently, it. this is, again, a possibly urban myth the fear of celebrating a birthday. Oh, I don't fear that. Oh, well, there you go then. So that, I, I embrace that, my birthday. I thought I'd try and get into the birth, birthday mood anyway. Okay. Well, I didn't get my letter from Hogwarts, which I was deeply disappointed yes. in. Yes. But I love my birthday. Good. And if if you would also like to help me celebrate my birthday, you can go to my Amazon and wish I'll tell you list, what that, that, where I have that. a number of items. <laughs> And no, I won't link to it. Go go to show four nineteen. There's a link to my Amazon wish list, and, and you can to get me one of the things I've got there. Oh, Gaz, get us out of here! Oh, everybody, stand by to stand by. I will be. Is delaying this right back <laughs> with Skype lag. <laughs> We need a new ad for the Pocket Size Podcast. I want you to dictate something for me. Oh, great. Can you at least please not mumble this time? Pocket Size Podcast is a short, pocketable podcast about Apple's iOS devices, including iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. Pocket Size Podcast is a short, pocketable podcast about Apple's iOS devices, including iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. We have great reviews of iOS apps and other products that will help enhance your experience of using your iOS device. Other people like Suze Gilbert, John Nemo, Sam Negri, and Peter Nicolaitis do great reviews while Scott blathers on and on about his feelings. Pocket Size Podcast is a member of the Stoplight Network. If you want to listen to a great podcast, there's plenty of them on the Stoplight Network. And then there's this one. Uh, Siri, did you transcribe everything exactly the way I dictated it to you? Of course I did. I work for you. Only for you. I have more computing power than the entire NASA space program did when it landed a man on the moon. And my job is to listen to you mumble at me all day. It's enough to drive a girl insane. Why couldn't... <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? You can find out more about Pocket Sized Podcast at PocketSizedPodcast.com. And now, I'm going to go throw my phone in the river. superpower is raving lunacy the g-men on the mymac.com podcast and welcome back to the completely changed and different and, and just not working well tonight 
connection here at the MyMac.com podcast. And uh, we still have Gaz, I think. I think so, yes. Yeah. I, I might sound a little bit different, folks. So uh, apologies if uh, you think uh, what's happened to my voice. It, uh, it's because I've had to go onto a different machine, uh, onto a different network using a different headset. So how about that? Isn't and the odd thing is, Gaz, I'm a completely different person. Do you know, I, I did notice that there was a bit of a difference. In, in the pre-chat before this segment started, I, 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 I thought I, I noted a slightly different pitch in your voice. That's right. So, I am the yeah. evil evil guy with, with the goatee, just like evil Spock okay. in Star Trek. Excellent. I like a good bit of evil now and then. <laughs> especially, oh. in, especially an evil guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so evil. So speaking of evil... Mm -hmm. uh, you have this. <laughs> you have this topic. What a segue! <laughs> oh, just right into it. Yeah. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> oh dear, that was not. I just, just we just. You know, I I wonder at times just how good. Uh, just we just at times. Just at times. Yeah, I don't wonder all the time, but uh, there are times when I wonder just how good we could be. If, if we weren't a couple of, well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I basically um, mentioned on Twitter the other day that I was getting bored. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that I'd like to perhaps update um, or have a look on my Mac Mini at uh, doing a boot camp. Not a um, virtual uh, environment, but doing a boot camp with a Windows environment and putting... Uh, possibly Windows 7 on there. And somebody said, well, why don't you wait for Windows 8? And the conversation went backwards and forwards, uh, left and right. And um, pretty much the, one of the things that was holding me back was, because um, I spoke to a few people, was the fact that um, uh, Windows licensing is so expensive, you know, because I wouldn't actually be using it for that much. I mean, my, my kids do have some stuff at school which they often complain about. There is a game which I adore. I know I'm sad, but I adore it, and it's Far Cry. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love that game, and it, there are times when I just want to just give it a go again. Um, so would, would your Mac Mini be able to play it even if it had not Windows? Not sure. Not sure. I mean, the Mac Mini is quite new, and the the, the, the original Far Cry that I've got, you know, the, the graphics on that, I'm not sure how intensive they'd be. But even so, even so, there are, there are still other reasons why I'd want to try it, um, because uh, Mrs. G also uh, has the occasional... Uh, time where you know she has to use windows and we do still have a very very old windows laptop which you know we have to some some to occasionally boot up so i was thinking that perhaps i should uh, put um put windows on the boot camp um but somebody said well you know unless you're desperate why not wait for windows 8 and give that a try you know especially if you're bored which you know i'm not that bored because somebody said to me <laughs> well, how bored are you you've not even installed i am so bored yeah, you've not in, in, uh, installed Mountain Lion on your machine yet, which is true. But, you know, for me, it, it, I, I will install Mountain Lion soon. Sure, but, yeah, for one of those know. people who can actually install Mountain Lion. <laughs> um, but apparently Windows 8 could well be um, on a promotional price of $69.99 for the start um, when it comes out possibly in January next year. Um, I think that's when it's going to come out. I'm not quite sure. Um, it, I'm not sure if it's going to be out sooner than that. Um, in fact, I, it could well be out sooner than that because apparently the offer may well end on January 31st, 2013, which is any time next year with, within the next 12 months. <laughs> oh, yeah, dig. Go ahead. Keep digging there, Gaz. Anyway, so when Windows 8 does come out, and if it is $69, and if it is a reasonable exchange um, over here, I've got a feeling that I might just try and see if I can get a license and install it on Boot Camp on my machine. Well, if you're going to get it for the purpose, if one of the reasons why you're going to get it is to play this game, this Far Cry game... Well, yeah, that's not the you know that's 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 kind of a side reason which you know if I can, all well and good. If I can't, it's not going to bother me that much. Okay, well, I was going to say just make sure because anytime that you're making wholesale changes to an operating system, though, of course, in this case, you know the under the hood stuff is still <laughs> still pretty much still Windows. Uh, <laughs> 
the the user interface is is the the biggest change in Windows 8 as compared to Windows 7. Yeah, yeah. So if Far Cry would work under Windows 7, chances are it would also work under Windows 8. And to be honest with you, guy, I've got the program already, so you know, it, it, I'd be I'd be just experimenting with Windows 8. I mean, I still have a Windows machine at work, so I still have to know my way around the you know sure. the, the operating system as far as I'm concerned. So that's that's kind of where I was going with that to a degree. It wasn't because I'm so bored with um, the Mac operating system at all, and obviously I'm still looking forward to going to Mountain Lion, which I will do soon. Um, uh, uh, and it's just for the occasional, very, very occasional use, which we pretty much lived without it. But I do have to occasionally boot up this this old Windows laptop, and it is painful, guy. <laughs> it, it's painful. So well, that's that, that's where I was going with that. One. That that that's why I've got. See, I've got Windows Seven Pro on a on a separate drive here on the Mac Pro, mm. and uh, I run. Well, I, I wouldn't do it on a Mac Mini and expect, you know. A, blazing performance no, no but i can run th- using parallels which has become my my virtual you know machine software of choice lately uh it runs pretty pretty darn good considering that os os 10 lion is is also still running in the background so i've and and honestly i i and i've told this to other people as well i like windows 7 i think windows 7 is like the, one of the best things microsoft has come out with uh, in gonna, 10 years i'm not going to disagree with you there actually because I, I i quite have i quite like the use of it on on the machine that i've got at work yeah it's, now, it's, now it's it's not a bad ui it's not no a bad it's UI not and i haven't yet played with windows 8 but just from kind of looking at it and from and from what I've heard from other people, you know, there is somebody at Microsoft, <laughs> Steve Ballmer, excuse me, who has been taking uh, hallucinogenics, I think, for a very, very long time. And, and somehow, why not? Yeah, and why not? Hey, you know, they got their they got their millions, you know, screw everybody else. Uh, they I, I really have to question the the business, you know, and. And I, I think I've talked about this before as well. Part of the problem with Microsoft under the leadership, he says with air quotes, of Steve Ballmer is they have got this bug in their ear that they want Windows everywhere and that the experience has to be the same on every single device that calls itself a, a, a Windows whatever. And I, I think they're making a serious mistake. I think Windows 8 should have been but guy, know, Windows pe- pe- 7 kind of redefined. But, but guy, yeah. pe- pe- people would say to you that actually isn't that what Apple is doing? No, that's not what Apple's doing. Well, a lot of people would say that they are. They're trying to integrate the two um, operating systems. Well, you, get a, you get a lot of pushback on that, and so, you know, from people saying. Now, I agree with you. I don't think they are. I think they're taking the best from both worlds and integrating it into the other where they can and where it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people would deem that what they're doing is is trying to get to a point um, somewhere down the Slowly. line. Slowly. Yeah, where they've actually got uh, uh, an an OS which actually is for use anywhere on any computer. Now, are you talking about Microsoft or are you talking about Apple? No, I'm talking about Apple. Okay. I'm talking about Apple. So, okay, here's, know, here's the, the difference. Here's the difference. Apple may be doing that, but they're taking a slow, kind of casual route. Oh, you know, yeah, okay. You want to have like one-click app, you know, applications and, and a full screen? Here you go. Oh, you don't like that? Fine. You don't have to do it that way. Whereas Microsoft hits you over the head with a brick and says, here, wham, there, it's all done. They both look the same. <laughs> and then they laugh maniacally. Or maybe that was just me. I was just going to ask you, did, did they do that laugh as well? Yeah, no. yeah. Well, that was, I mean, I was like a bug on the wall in the boardroom when when various people of Microsoft <laughs> came in. How the hell they hid you as a bug on the wall? I've got no idea. <laughs> well, it was it was yeah. a big bug. It was a big room. Um, <laughs> Huge room. Anyway, that aside, because we weren't 
really going to go down that avenue that's with fine. that particular conversation, but that's us all over. Um, you also put some other items into the um, second section um, of the uh, the podcast. With <laughs> the show notes. Yeah. In the show notes, with reference to uh, some up- possible updates or what we think might come. Yeah, well, you know, Apple, as, as anyone who pays attention to these kinds of things, Apple's having a big event on September 12th, which I think is really? this coming. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> this coming Wednesday. And it probably won't be a huge surprise that, that essentially Apple's going to release the, the iPhone 5. And we'll find out, you know, whether it has a bigger screen. Or, or the next iPhone. Yeah. yeah it's I, I, I can tell you it's going to be bigger, taller, thinner, fatter, uh, wider, thinner, or said thinner, uh, slimmer. There well, you it's go. going to be thinner uh, than thin. It, it's going to be faster, extra faster. It's going to have same RAM, more RAM. Um, it's going to have uh, more apps, less apps, um, better apps, worse apps. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's going to have all of that. The CPU is going to be better, slower, faster, uh, oh, thinner, faster. I was going to talk about faster. the CPU. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's going to be all those things and more, and we're all going to be... And less. Uh, and less, and we're all going to go... Whoa. No, we're going to be yawning. Oh, we're going to be yawning. Well, either that we're either going to yawn or run screaming out of the room to an Apple store and like break the glass trying to get at the latest one, even though they won't have it until probably the end of the month. Here's my plan. Here's my plan. Miss Mrs G doesn't have an iPhone. Okay, so uh, I have an iPhone 4s. My eldest daughter has the iPhone 4. My youngest has a 3GS. So what I need to do is give the 3GS to uh, my wife. That's because she needs to be on the phone. She needs she needs all the luxuries that we've got. You know, really, she does. Yeah, except she? the 3GS yeah. is probably going to get dropped when I, I was. I don't care. Yeah, but I've still got mine. That does, just because they drop it doesn't mean uh, okay. I have to give it back. Okay. God dear. Sorry. <laughs> so Go ahead. I, then you know, then I give the eldest to the youngest, and then I give mine to the eldest, and then I'm without a phone, so I, I need a new one. <laughs> oh, and oh my goodness. Apple just released a new phone. Would you believe it? Oh, it's you know, it's it's uh, it's a little bit of serendipity. I think is what it is. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's like you've you out of the goodness and generosity of your heart yes. are giving all these phones to different members of your family. Yes, and <gasps> you don't have a phone. Yes, and yeah. yet yeah. Apple has just released a new one. Yeah, do you think that'll work? No. It won't no, work. You know my wife too well. Yeah. <laughs> She's just going to look at you and go, you, Polanka. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, I mean, basically, we know that's what's going to happen. It's, there's going to be an, a new phone on September 12th. Uh, but as I started kind of looking at this, I, I started thinking about what else is kind of due to be released. And as I looked at this, I realized, you know what? Pretty much everything. <laughs> You know, um, th- let me give you some dates here, Gaz. The Mac Pro, for example, yep. Yep. last updated August 2010. It got a minor speed bump in June of 2012. Well, there you go. That's done then. The iMac, <laughs> last updated May of 2011. Yep. Okay. Mac Mini, last yeah. updated July of 2011. I'll tell you what, if they're not careful... Those machines, those last two machines, the iMac and the Mac Mini, they're not going to be able to run on the next operating system soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's their plan. We're going to release an operating system that no one can run. <laughs> it just struck me as you was going through it. It just struck me. Okay, next. next okay, uh, the MacBook Pro and the MacBook Air were just updated last June. Uh, the iPad was updated March of 2012. The iPhone hadn't been updated since October of last year, but of course that's that's about to happen in uh, in a, less than a week. Uh, the iPod Touch was last updated September 2010. The iPod Nano, September 2010. iPod Shuffle, September 2010. And the iPod Classic was last updated just before hell froze over. <laughs> and, of course, the Apple TV was last updated March of 2012. That's very interesting that you put those dates down because there's lots of conversations about where Apple are going with desktop 
desktops at the moment. And um, I, I think they will be updating their desktops um, still for, a, you know, a, a few years yet. But it is interesting. <laughs> and although I, you know, I, I kind of, you know, jokingly said those Mac, iMacs and Mac Minis won't be able to run the latest operating system. Uh, and it's, soon, not, it's not far it's from the, the truth. It's not far from the truth. Um, however, so so to a certain degree, I think there's still a lot of money uh, from Apple to be made on desktops. So I've got a feeling you might be right that those desktops may well get a bit of a bump soon. I mean, Tim did promise us that the um, the Mac Pro would get a bump at some point, but he did kind of hint next year. Yeah. Uh, Any time in the next 12 months, which could take us into 2013 maybe it just might (laughs) by all accounts um (laughs) by my account now june 2012 for the pro in the air what i'd like to see is when they were previously done um but the indications are that apple would prefer us to and the industry as a whole i think likes to sell uh laptops um why let's let's let me give you my example I've got a Mac Mini here, four users. We sit down and alternately use the Mac Mini. Right. However, the the MacBook Air tends to be in my hands more than anybody else's. The Mac, the white MacBook tends to be in my eldest more than anybody else's. So you could pretty much say that laptops are more of a personal device. Hence, Apple would much prefer you to go to a laptop because it tends to be an individual uh, device much like they deem the ipad hence you're going to sell more well let me let me ask you something what is it your daughters are doing with a laptop that they couldn't do on an ipad um uh, basically nothing uh but (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not about to go out and buy another ipad just to replace the uh, the uh, the MacBooks, but nothing, nothing. They don't use them for anything that they couldn't do on the Mac uh, on a uh, on an iPad. Absolutely, absolutely. With that because that would actually, you know, even even if you bought one for them every other year, that would still be less money. Well, yes. maybe not because a well, Mac Mini is what five ninety nine. Yes, yes. Yeah, or here in the states, I guess that would be what three forty nine, three ninety nine. I think it's a bit more. I think it's a bit more. It's, we we don't get that good of an exchange rate. But I mean, it, it's a good point, and and I, I think that Apple are moving towards the uh, the laptop range. But you know, it's unfair to point the finger at uh, at just Apple because I think a lot of companies are. However, let's move on to the iPads, iPhone, and iPod. I sure. still, I still have a feeling that if we're going to get a um, a change to uh, or a smaller iPad, uh, i.e., a five or seven inch iPad, we're going to see a price change through the line, and that means a price change to the touch. And I've still got a feeling that the classic, um, although it was last updated just before hell froze over, I think hell's going to be coming back, and and the classic <laughs> will will burn in the heat. To be honest with you. Well, by burn, do you mean they're disappear. going to update it or disappear? Disappear. disappear. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the classic is is not long for this world. No. Um, I'm holding on to the one I have because it's it's still remarkably useful, and it's such a great design for yep. what it is. It's um, a classic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I had to guess, and let's let's go ahead and, and go into guesses here. Cause postulate. I, I Postulate. I talked about this on when I was on TechFan with Tim, and uh, my guess is that if Apple does come out with a seven-inch iPad, that it's it's going to be there's going to be two models, a sixteen and a thirty-two, and I I don't think they'll go to a sixty-four because they don't want to blur too much the the line between the uh, the larger iPads and a potential smaller iPad. Uh, I th- and I think the prices is going to be two ninety nine for the sixteen, and either three forty nine or three ninety nine, and I think three forty nine for thirty two, and that the iPod Touch will drop in price from two ninety nine to either one ninety nine for the eight gig, or two forty nine for the sixteen gig. Okay, what spread betting have you got in place uh, at the bookies on that? 
Uh, I'm looking at uh, two to one odds <laughs> with with Mickey Mantle batting cleanup in the ninth. Yeah, yeah. Because it, let's be honest, we haven't got a clue, really. No, we don't. <laughs> We're not even sure when the, when there's going to be an update to these these items. So it, it's all. But they're um, they're they're past due. It's all it's all speculation, but I do agree with you. It is past due if they're going to keep if they're going to keep them. But it could be that they just they just let them rot, guy. They could just say, okay, we're going to leave the iPhone through you know the list that you've done, the iPhone down to the touch, the nano shuffle, and the classic. We're just going to leave them. We're just going to leave them exactly as they are and let them rot. The manufacturing is in place. The costs are in place. Everything. It doesn't cost us anything. We still sell a whole bucket load of them. We don't have a problem with it. Let's just keep selling them, and then when they die, they die. When they, when we mean when they're, when they're like no longer relevant at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll take a view. Uh, you know, when the sales go below X number, that's it. We'll just we'll just wipe Pull them out the of, the, out of the range. Yeah. Well, what about the max though? Mm, the max, I think will. I think that there's there's a bit more long uh, longevity with those. To be honest with you, I think the Mac. I think I think they're going to get an update. I do. I do agree with they're going to get an update. I just don't think it's going to be as often as we have seen in the past. They may get a speed boost. Um, the mini and, and the iMac. You're not going to see any great. The, the design is fine at this point in time. There's no reason to make a major design change to the mini or the iMac. They are two classic designs, which I think can live for another couple of years yet. But and I think that's what we're going to see. I think they're going to live with those designs for the time being, unless something radical comes uh, along, and you'll just get speed boost uh, with them for the time being. Yeah. You may you may get a change to the Mac Pro. But that's the only thing I see. However, it, wasn't it um, Intel recently brought out um, a new graphics card for the uh, for the Mac Pro? Uh, they new. came out with they came out with a with a graphics card which could you can basically run four uh, devices from it. Um, I think it's four. It could even be. Are you more. sure it was Intel? Wouldn't that have been uh, AMD? Uh, no, 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 no. I think it's no. I think it's Intel. I'm pretty sure it's Intel. I'll see if I can just find it while we're talking. Um, but but I, I'm, if they've brought one out for the Mac Pro, it, it could be that the bays are still going to stay pretty much the same. Um, but I would have thought that they would have had quite a, a conversation with. Um, uh, with the guys over at Apple, um, to say, you know, are we safe bringing this out? Because, you know, there's a bit of research and development into doing something like that. <laughs> um, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, I happen to think that, if anything, that it's the Mac line that would that would be more stagnant than iOS because there, Apple seems to be more into their their mobile devices where they and um, I think their margins are very very high on, on in mobile devices as compared to the Mac and they're certainly selling more of them than they are the Mac so if I had to make a choice between these two lines and and let's face it the Mac is no longer the the the, the big earner for Apple that it was 10 years ago uh, they certainly they make more money now on iPads and iPhones and you know other iOS devices than they do uh, with the Mac, and it's been that way for a couple of years now. So if if either line was actually going to be more stagnant, and we're kind of seeing that right now with with most of the Mac line, other than the the, the MacBook Pro and the MacBook Air not being updated for at least a year, that it's the it's the Mac line that seems to be stagnant, and it's it's the iOS devices that seem to be more along the lines of let's make sure that these are up to date as often as we can or as often as we want to. Yeah, but I think that, you see, the, the, everybody gets goes up and down and jumps and worries about this, but I, I don't worry about it because they still make enough uh, desktops. They still make enough money on the desktops. Sure. And unless they, unless somebody comes out with a radical design... Um, which has some power use or some use which people hadn't thought about 
previously. Wait, which, are you talking about you talking about from Apple or from the Wintel anybody, side? Anybody, anybody, anybody. Because it <laughs> it's not going to happen from Wintel. Well, it, it may be not, maybe not. So it's going to be Apple that comes out with it. Let's 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 say that. But if they come out with something, um, if they have some wonderful idea, then you'll see everybody jumping up and down when they start bringing out the new devices. Um, but there's no way at this point in time to radically change what we've got at the moment, which is working superbly and everybody understands. The only thing that I, I still I still partially see coming on board, and I, I've seen people speak about it before, is a detachable screen which you can kind of plug in to a um, a docking station, and but that's the thing. All you're talking about is having a docking station. Yeah, and it's uh, not like that. That's that's not really that new. I that's mean, not that new. Apple, just, Apple had machines back in just, in the late yeah, '90s that yeah, well, everybody did has that. Got, everybody yeah, has, everybody's has got that. So it, it's whether they can come out with something which is radically new, which involves perhaps some of their mobile devices, hmm. which reinvigorates a desktop design. And at this point in time, that ain't going to happen. But having said that, they are still selling enough laptop, uh, desktops yeah. for them to and continue. To get back to the Microsoft's, Microsoft side of things, I'm sure that's what Microsoft would like to do. And it's part of the reason why we currently have coming up Windows 8 Pro and Windows 8 RT, which look so much alike, even though they, they a lot of the applications don't, uh, their current applications don't share a similar code base, and you can't run Windows 8 Pro applications on the RT side. And I, I can't say for certain whether you can run Windows 8 RT applications on the Windows 8 Pro side. Um, but if if you're looking for a convergence between the desktop and uh, the the mobile workspaces, that's kind of where you need to go where it doesn't matter what applications you're running, whether you're running it on a tablet that and then you you know you go to your desk at work or you go to your desk at your home and plug your tablet into some little brick that's you know sitting there waiting for it and then running the same applications there on your desk. You know, that's kind of where we need to get to I mean that that seems to kind of be the the next step in computing, but the advantages that you have with a mobile device over the desktop, you know, not you know, not the least of which that you're mobile, but that you've got the long battery life, which you don't have with uh, current laptops, where they they kind of max out at three to five hours, whereas with a decent tablet, you're looking at eight to ten hours. Uh, you don't have the power in a tablet that you have with a desktop because obviously a tablet in order to be light and fluffy. Yeah. You were doing so well there. You were doing so well. I thought you'd rounded it back to Microsoft and we were going to finish it then and kill it. And you just couldn't stop yourself. I couldn't. I couldn't. Gaz, stop me. Everybody stand by to stand by and I'm going to kill Guy and we'll be right back. So Microsoft... Oh, wait. No, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm Tim Robertson. He is David Cohen. Hello, David. Hello. This, this kind of crap has got to stop. But that being said, enough is enough. Stop copying everybody else. They're a bunch of parasites. And then they're a little leech. It sucks the blood out of the consumer because they had no innovation in that company. Tech Fan Podcast. Calm, rational, and family-friendly. Every Friday. Forced Air Induction. <laughs> the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, this is our third segment. Uh, with with Guy and the Crackling Gaz. Crackling Gaz. Yeah, I hope I'm not crackling too badly. Um, but uh, we're not getting any delay, folks. So uh, that, we, we prefer to put up with the crackling just for the time being uh, um, because the crackling is better than Guy talking to me uh, answering my question that I spoke to him about five minutes ago. <laughs> That's true. 
That's true. Now, just to correct myself, yes, it w- it was actually NVIDIA or NVIDIA or NVIDIA or NVIDIA, um, <laughs> which is which you said actually is AMD. So uh, they brought out a Quadro new um, interface, which is two DVIs. Um, and two HDMI uh, outputs for uh, for the Mac Pro. So, and it costs. Are you are you ready for this? This is estimated. Yeah. This is estimated two thousand two hundred and forty nine dollars. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh. No, I won't be getting that card anytime uh, soon. That's a shame. Uh, uh. No. That the hell. That's more than I paid for the Mac Pro. Okay, so we've corrected so, ourselves there. Let's move on. Yep. Well, you know what that means then, right? Go on then. Go for it. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. That's you. I just have I just have a big smile on my face when I hear that. So it's just oh. Okay. Quick thank you, Nick Hall. Yes. Yes, Nick Hall. Uh, or is that Hick Nall? Um, quick update <laughs> on last week's um, tip. Um, Alistair Jenks um, quite correctly um, told me that if you want to be even quicker, when you're in a DNG window, if you go Command-E on your keyboard, that will also eject the file. So, there's an update on last week's tip. Now, let's go to this week's tip. Guy, do you use the app switcher? Command-Tab. At all, at all, at oh, all. Oh, you mean when when uh, when I've got multiple apps open? Yeah. T- typically, uh, no. I just go down to the dock. Okay. What do you got well, for a lot, well, actually, a lot of people do use Command-Tab uh, to just flip to the next. A lot of people moving over from Windows especially uh, like to use that. But there's a couple of other things which you may not have realized or perhaps forgotten about when you're actually going through command tab if you press and hold the command and then press tab the um the app switcher will pop up on your screen and then you can holding the command key down you can continue to press the tab key and it runs through all of the applications you've got open oh, well that's cool now, uh, well that's cool but here's I've another i've never thing. done that before have you never done that before? Well, there's no. Oh, I, I wasn't expecting that statement from you. But here's a continuation of it. When you're tabbing through and you highlight an application that you're looking at, you can also hide it by whilst you're keeping your finger on the command key and you've tabbed and you've highlighted the application in particular that you want to hide. If you then press H, that will then hide that particular application if it's up on your screen. However, a quicker thing, a quicker, another uh, quick tip, which is probably more useful, is let's say you want to quit a particular application. If you go Command Tab, your app switcher comes up. You highlight a particular application, press Q, and that particular application will then quit. Oh, that, I, I'm not going to do that because God only knows what application I would quit. Yeah, yes, don't quit, <laughs> don't quit the wrong application at this point in time. Yeah. Yes, oh no, quit. Skype, come back. Actually, the way Skype has been tonight, go away, Skype. Anyway, anyway, guess what? That's the end of, guy. (gasps) Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Heads bobbing. Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. (laughs) That's so great. (sighs) It's it's the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you, Nick. It it does. Um, It does keep giving. Let's go into our app picks. Uh, my app pick this week is one that may or may not be affecting the, and I say this with great trepidation, quality of the podcast. Uh, it's a free app from Rogue Amoeba. It's called Line In. It's a nifty little tool that lets you route an audio source to any other program and I've got written here that it may have solved a long-standing problem that I've had, and I'll let you know later. Well, it sort of did. This in conjunction with the new version of Soundflower, which has been updated to 64-bit, is now allowing me to record directly into GarageBand and have separate tracks for myself and a separate track for uh, Skype. So 
uh, when I get to the editing part, we'll we'll see how that works. I, when we actually started the show tonight, Gaz, and we mm-hmm. had all that horrible lag, yeah. I was sitting there thinking, oh, I wonder if it's because of the way I'm recording it now. But well, I think a, you are right well, that we've got the a problem sp- lies in the way that there's, there's something on on your side that, that's kind of weird. Well, we'll get so it, for, oddly we'll, enough, it only seems to happen when you record with me. <laughs> we'll talk to the listeners about that next week and, and go through it, but uh, because okay. there's still a little, little bit of experimenting to go. But yes, we'll we'll come back to that next week. But uh, yeah, that's cool. But there's so much free stuff out there, isn't there, guy? Yeah, yeah. Now I've and got coming one. from Rogue Amoeba, you know that that it's, it's going to be quality. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now this is one for but, for you actually on your birthday. And it's not one, but but it's two. (laughs) Now, I know how much you love Facebook, Guy. So, uh, (laughs) Facebook goodness. How would you like to have them on your menu bar? Well, basically, there is menu tab for Facebook and social for Facebook. These are two free applications which you'll find actually in the Mac App Store. Um, They basically put... Uh, a little application into your menu bar which then gives you access to um, to Facebook uh, pretty much as you want it. You just go up there and click it. Now, the second one, I, don't, I must admit, I don't like quite as much as the first one. The second one, which is social for Facebook, um, really kind of just seems to put a copy of the web page up into the menu bar so when you click on it it kind of opens up into you know the, the facebook web page which if if that's right. what you like then that's the one for you whereas the menu tab they seem to have put a bit more work into it themselves a bit more development um and both of these obviously will sit on your menu bar uh they will give you updates you know little um uh, little icons uh, indicating if you've got any updates within Facebook or any notices or messages, and um, yeah, they're, they're two little, little good, uh, good little um, uh, menu bar apps. So I was thinking of you when I, I saw those guys. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll, I, you know, I would probably enjoy menu tab more since I wouldn't actually have to go all the way into Facebook to just write like a quick update or something along those lines, or to see what other people are are doing uh i went to facebook just before we started the record i had like 77 messages and you know thank you everybody for wishing me a happy birthday on facebook i am overwhelmed by how many times i have to now go into facebook and write thank you thank you thank you oh thank you no no thank you you know so um and and again i love it thank you Ah, uh, we have a people's pick this week. Actually, yeah, we have. We, uh, we, well, we have. Which two, one are we doing, doing here? We're doing the first one, the the, the one from Peter. Okay. Now, you know, uh, if you aren't have they both if, from Peter? No, 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 no. No, if, no, 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 no. Never mind. No, never if, mind. if you've sent us in uh, an app pick, don't worry, it will get read out soon, Gary. <laughs> yes, and uh, this particular one is book creator for the iPad. Two pounds ninety nine in the UK App Store. Uh, he writes ebooks and he finds is very useful. And I'm gonna have to check this out too. When I'm out keeping work on my ebooks, it's easy to learn how to use. I have a Mac One too. It's Pages. Yes, it's an Apple app, but I have so many uses for it, such as writing ebooks, letters, and so many things. I prefer it to Word. Me too. It's just so easy to use and no pain involved. Thirteen pounds ninety nine in the Mac App Store. Yeah, and I think that's oh. probably going to be uh, probably either that's probably four ninety nine for the iPad uh, iBook Creator, uh, four dollars ninety nine, and I think it's twenty dollars for for pages in the uh, US Mac Store. Uh, yeah, Mac Store. Okay. And that's called Book Creator. The first one is called iBook. It's called Book Creator, which is on the iPad. The second one he talks about is Pages. Guy. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I, w- I was confused. You was just reading <laughs> it and not listening to yourself, weren't you? <laughs> well, I, I never listen to myself. Who, who would want to do mind that? You, mind you, who listens to you? <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Nobody. We spoke about Facebook earlier. Have we got any updates? Yes, we are. We are back up in, in the red. We are up to 131 likes, boy. Oh. I don't know why I said it like that. That's Lovely. just sad. And it's just sad. <laughs> no, uh, now, now if, if, 
No, the, no new iTunes reviews this week. Well, I was going to skip that and just go on to the contacts. So you know. Okay, okay. go ahead. All right, um, guy. If people wanted to contact you and send you birthday wishes, wishes, <laughs> if they wanted to contact you and tell you how wonderful you are as a human being, if they wanted to contact you <laughs> and send you lying. possibly a, a, you know, a people's pick, if they wanted to send you possibly an audio clip, how would they do that? Uh, they would go to my Amazon wish list. No, 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 that's something <laughs> completely different. Uh, you could send me all of those things to guy at mymac.com or you could even toss them my way on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> what um, about you, Gaz? Uh, they can do pretty much the same, let's be honest. Gaz at mymac.com on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash GazMaz, G-A-Z, M-A-Z. G-A-Z, M-A-Z. <laughs> okay, you can also contact us on twitter.com forward slash G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. That's Guy Z. and Gaz. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. And you can also reach us through uh, either the MyMac website or the MyMac podcast website uh, by going to either one of those. There's there's a little contact form that you can fill out, and we'll get that. Uh, if you send an, us an email to feedback, I'm really not doing this well, feedback at MyMac.com, that will go to Fearless Leader Tim, and he will forward it on to us, Gaz. And God. Um, you, the yes. G-Men. The G-Men. They can also contact... If they really want to, go to Skype. Huh. I'll tell you, uh-huh. I'm not even going to give this number out this week because uh, this is just ridiculous. That it's, No, I'm not going to give this number out for Skype because I'm not happy. Anyway, it's 703 no, yeah, and I, I'm not happy with Skype either, 703. And if if, if I was going to say something bad about Skype, 436, this would be the time I would do it, 9501. And I think that I would first like to say thank you all so very, very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. And we are so, so very, very sorry about the problems that we've had tonight, but it's all Skype's fault, 703-436-9501. And uh, I would like to say that that I think this is the, other than that, that this is the best show, uh, I, God, I don't know if I can get through this, guys, that I've ever done, and that I'm good enough, smart enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Uh... Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. I'd like to apologize well in advance. For our Skype problems, we just had no chance. We tried this way and that, but our efforts came up flat. So next time, we'll try an interpretive dance.